0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.
1: This cold and flu season is killing me. Just saying. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Wow. United Continental... 11% Down 11% in one day. That's a big loss. So, how does that play out in your portfolio? Good question. Um, United Continental plunges 11% in one day. I'd imagine there's some employees who are feeling the pain. I don't know how many individuals own United Continental or who even invest that way. We're like, hey, I'm going to buy an airline. United said that it's earned a buck forty a share on revenue that rose four point three percent year over year. And analysts were looking for a little bit less. Now for the full year, it said they expect between six fifty a share and eight fifty a share, which above the seven dollar analyst estimates. But investors are spooked by capacity increases. Whoa! Wait, what? So capacity increases of four to six percent. United's been on a roll with their traffic and they're increasing it. And competition. When you increase your capacity by four to six percent, you're basically sitting in a message Delta at American We're not gonna really have discipline on capacity. We're gonna up on the number of seats and up the number of flights and up the number of planes. Kinda of fun, huh? So who's gonna be the winner here? You and me In theory. Oh, flu vaccines. They're in the news. How do you play the flu? It's a funny thought, right? You can play almost anything on Wall Street. Toys R Us is shutting down. It's because of Amazon, Target, and Walmart. You can play toys. Now, Toys R Us shutting down, that's bad news for Mattel, right? Yeah, I think it is. Is it bad news for Hasbro? Yeah, I, I, I think it is. They're going to have to increase their, 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 their channel, so to speak, of how they get that content out. If you're suffering from the flu, you can invest in Inovia Pharmaceuticals, Take ticker symbol I-N-O. It's a firm that yesterday boosted its experimental vaccine expectations. It protects lab animals from every known strain of the deadly influenza. Their stock's up 16% this week on hopes for a universal flu shot that will free all of us from guessing which strains to put in each season's vaccines. And did they work? Do they not work? Are we tracking the flus from the South Hemisphere to the North Hemisphere? Or are we going from North to South? It's, it's a process. It's a lot going on. So the appeal of a broadly protective flu vaccine would be obvious, right? Getting a vaccine that was only 30% effective this year against the flu strain. Um, People are dying. This is a tough year for flu. People are... If you take a look, and again, I'm not not an alarmist in any way, shape, or form, but this is a a tough year. And every year, we, we deal with things like the Zika virus or cancer or the flu or other medica- medical diseases that just uh, they, they, they seem to be straining our healthcare industry, right? So this one company, Inovio, pharmaceuticalyML I know, is kind of like trying to figure out all the major strains of h one influenza for the last hundred years and kind of coming up with a, like a, a massive flu shot. Delivering DNA vaccines isn't a cinch in any way, shape, or form. It's not guaranteed. There's a lot of companies out there like Bristol-Myers Squibb and Merck who are trying to do very similar things. Roche Holdings, Regeneron Pharmaceuticals, AstraZeneca. But flu season this year, it's it's got us all a little cantankerous, I think. Um, even if you're not hit directly with it, the indirect effects... You know, I just had to take two days off because of it. Uh, family and friends just are on the on uh, the on the down, and sometimes you have to stop and love people and, and love and be good to them. So there's that. One of the big questions on Wall Street right now is the dollar, and we're seeing Steve Mnuchin talk about you know a strong dollar or a weak dollar. What's best for the U.S. So in Davos, Switzerland, Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin, he argued that a weaker dollar is good for the U.S. trade and that its short-term value isn't a concern of ours at all. So the question is, is a weaker dollar, can we print more and more dollars? Is that okay? You know, we've got trillions of dollars of, of basically printed money. So that's how we are expanding our economy. Mnuchin's comments come just after the U.S. initiated tariffs on some products entering the U.S. And, you know, when you have a weaker dollar, it brings in goods overseas. It makes them cheaper. So that's out there right now. That's one of the big stories going on right now. And, you know, it's tough for me to say you should get into, you know, pith and fury mode about this. Because I I don't think there's enough of a story there. Because it's been ongoing. New home sales in December underwhelm, snapping back from a 10-year high in November. The SEC, Securities and Exchange Commission, is devoting a significant portion of resources for catching cryptocurrency scams. Uh, Really? The SEC is devoting a significant portion of its resources to the market of cryptocurrencies and the coin market in particular. SEC is going to vigorously pursue those who seek to evade the registration disclosure and anti-fraud requirements of securities laws. You kind of want our SEC, like, taking a look at CEOs. You kind of want our SEC taking a look at people who sell insurance and annuities and people who promise you something. Like, you can't promise anything in investments. But they're focused right now on initial coin offerings, you know, the fundraisers for projects based on blockchain technology as a digital currency Bitcoin, which, again, it's just a matter of time before we get a Kardashian Bitcoin. And who's going to make money on that? And who's going to lose money on that? The SEC wants to know kind of idea. In no way, shape, or form am I saying the Kardashians are going to rip you off. I'm saying that the, it's kind of a wild, wild west out there. And as you're pretty, so be wise. Wolves may lurk in every guise. Now and then, the simple truth, sweetest tongue has sharpest tooth. Um, Target is starting to ship things same-day delivery in Florida. You paying attention, Amazon? Do you care? I don't know. Um, I'm kind of entrenched with Amazon. I I don't know if I really want Target. Target. Uh, yeah, and again, I don't live in Florida, but what I'm saying is when they do come to California, will I be enthralled? Oh, I don't think so. Is the race already won? Is the game already over? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com.
0: Catch Rob Black and Rob Black
1: and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Talking all things financial money, investing, and more. I work in television and in radio. And, uh, I do the radio show sometimes from my television studios. And... I just paying attention with audio off to a story about Google and how there's protests going on at the Google campus about affordable housing. It's a problem. I keep coming back and back and back and back and back to that story again and again and again in my head of, like, where do our teachers, where do our firefighters live? Where do our police live? Um, where do our DMV employees live? Where do... Our bartenders our waiters and waitresses live. when you're google you you are all that in a bucket of chicken you're Google great google and Mogouda you're google go google, google google and you're you're google um, I think this all ends bad so I, I, I earlier in the show I talked about how I got a Zillow report emailed to me on my basically my uh zip code and it talked about all the houses that are up for sale now and what the last set of prices went for and how much per square foot and it's offensive um i'm not going to complain i own i'm part of those that have and i i think that you know it's crazy because i don't want to give it up i know people who are getting divorced and the thing that they're fighting over the most is who gets control of the house. People don't want to give it up. Now, if I were to blend this story back, cuz I think that sometimes what what we have to do as storytellers is to say that today there's a Google engineer who left the company after 13 years and he's got some crazy criticism for the company. Crazy in that I I I don't think it's crazy at all crazy in that it's criticism of Google. I mean, holy mackerel, you're Google, right? He said after 13 years, he's left the company. He he thinks the company is 100% competitor-focused. His name's Steve Yeggy. He joined Google from Amazon back in 2005. He wrote a blog to post about his decision to quit the company, saying it's become too focused on competitors instead of customers. He had product launches such as its smart speaker, Home, its chat app, Allo, and its Android Instant Apps, Copy, Amazon Echo, Facebook, and WhatsApp, and WeChat, respectively. Well, he says he's saying that the company that he works for used to be customer-focused, and now it's competitor-focused. And I look at my neighborhood, I'm like, whoa, there's a Google executive here, there's a Google employee there. <clears throat> so I'm intrigued by this. He said, Steve Yagi goes, Google has become 100% competitor-focused rather than customer-focused. They've made a weak attempt to pivot from this with their internal slogan, focus on the user and all else will follow. But unfortunately, it's just lip service. Do you agree with that? I kind of do. When I see Snapchat come up with some really cute features and then Facebook instantly copies them, I'm like, whoa. Is the little guy going to have any chance? And that brings in the big, the big, big, big question for 2018, 2019, 2020: Is when does the government step in and, and, and say something about Google and Facebook and Apple and Amazon and Netflix? Are they too big? Are they too powerful? Can they just copy features? Back in the 1980s and early 1990s, you know, PCs were in a revolution. Michael Dell comes up with this idea of, like, hey, let's sell computers out of my dorm room. I'll make them. You order them. I'll ship them. And that led to which led to which led to, right? The 8086, the 386, the 486, the Pentium computers, the Pentium 1, Pentium 2, Pentium 3, Pentium 4. Oh, like, you kind of get where this is going, right? So there was a company called Microsoft that, back in the 1990s, they kind of really dominated operating systems, and they kind of made some mistakes by hurting competition and saying Netscape is doing something pretty unique. They've got this browser that you can download and put on a PC. And they're like, "Well, we'll come up with our own browser," and the European Union didn't like that. We're seeing a little bit of it again today, and I can tell you, like, at one point in time in the 1990s, they your computer storage, you're, you're taking it for granted. There was at one point in time where, where like we'd get a 40 meg hard drive before gigs, before terabytes. And you'd be like, woohoo, 40 megs. And there's a company called Stacker. I don't know who owns Stacker. I don't know anything about it. Other than what they did was they basically doubled the size of your hard drive by mirroring it or something. I don't even know what the technology was. And then, Oddly enough, Microsoft included that feature in their next operating system, Rollout, and Stacker went bye-bye. I remember spending probably 39, 49, 59, 69 dollars to buy Stacker, and then Microsoft just made it part of their operating system. So when you have a Google employee say that they've become 100% competitor-focused rather than customer-focused, and when he's saying, you know, focus on the user, they're not doing that. It's going to be pretty interesting to watch when our government decides to get involved, if they decide to get involved, with some of these companies that are pretty big. You know, the idea of Netflix buying Spotify, it's not crazy. Netflix dominates video rentals or television shows at this point in time. Streaming, why not? Why does a streaming content provider not say, okay, we're into video, why not get into audio? And what do you think about that? Yegi, known for creating Grok, which is a service for Google developers, has publicly lambasted the company numerous times while he worked for them. He hated the social network Google+, which was meant to be internal, but accidentally posted publicly. A criticism of Google+, it didn't cost him his job, but now he's, he's finally quit the company and said it's just too big. They're doing things wrong. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220, KDOW. Toys R Us, the world's biggest toy store, closing many, 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 many locations. Big story. As we approach February, store closing sales have started. You're seeing toys getting slashed 20%, 30%, 40%, 50% off. The company filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy back in September, and the numbers have been shrinking for years. Toys R Us still sells about 20% of the toys bought in the United States, so it's not small. It's not inconsequential. What's happening is they're being Amazon. They're being Walmarted. They're being targeted. Analysts have said, you know, the ability to compete with big box chains like Walmart and Target and e-commerce giants like Amazon, where the only thing you can do is price match or lower your prices, and you try to come up with cute little things here and there, like websites and improved loyalty programs, some sort of personalized modes of customer communication, it's just not enough. Toys R Us operates 881 Toys R Us stores and Babies R Us stores nationwide, And I would say that they had their day. Toys R Us accounts for about 11% of Mattel's annual sales per year. So this is kind of has got some ripple effects for sure. We're going to close 182 stores, 27 of them in in California. 182 stores gone. So where are you going to get your toys? (sighs) Well, I already said, Amazon, Target, and Walmart, right? Uh, But when you read the list, you're like, whoa, San Rafael, San Jose, Santa Ana, Simi Valley, Stockton, Union City, Vista, Westminster, Minster, Fairfield, Emeryville, Corona. like You're like, whoa. lot of jobs. A lot of people being affected by that. So that's out there for you and I to consume today on some level. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um a little, little lull in the market right now. A little lull in the market. So you had a, a rare down day yesterday for the broader market. The S&P 500 declined fractions. But it was what it was. A down day. Uh, the bullish bias right now in the market is a byproduct of some of the familiar drivers of 2018, which is a weakening dollar rising oil prices economic optimism and strong earnings that's the story of 2018 so far that's the story when will that change oh good god i don't know um i try to find the answers just as much as you do sometimes right caterpillar and 3m are leading the earnings report charge this morning um they're huge dow components caterpillar and 3m and they handily beat expectations. They issued 2018 earnings guidance that exceeded analyst and analyst expectations. And it's just strange. I'm going to be honest with you. It's just strange. Biogen, Lamb Research, American Airlines, Southwest Airlines, Northrop Grumman, Celgene, Las Vegas Sands, American Electric Power, all better than expected earnings. It's like, whoa, are you with me against me on this one? Because this is a civil war, so to speak. Ford and Whirlpool have disappointed with their earnings news. Still, the corporate news vibe has been predominantly a positive one. Um, Ford found on road dead. Like, do we care about them as a car company anymore? Or do we look at our car company now as like Tesla that we look at as far as what's coming up, what's coming out, what's the hot thing? I don't think it's Ford. I'm not sure it's Tesla, but I, I don't think it's Ford. Home Depot um, they're going to give a $1,000 to their hourly associates. $1,000? $1, $1,000 to their hourly associates. And again, this I don't even know if this is a story. You tell me. Home Depot has joined the growing crowd of corporations using tax benefits to invest in their workers. Um, I, I'm not offended by this story, but something doesn't sit right within me either. You tell me. Wh- what am I missing here? Home Depot is going to award its hourly employees in the U.S. a one-time cash bonus as much as $1,000 because of the Donald Trump tax plan, the Donald Trump tax legislation. The bonus amounts will be determined based on a person's length of service, similar to what Walmart's doing. Um, hourly employees will get at least a $200 bonus, some a maximum of $1,000. If you've been there in less than two years, you get $200. Two to four years, $250 five to nine, $300, 10 to 14, $400 bonus, 15 to 19 years, 750 and 20 or more, you get a thousand dollar bonus. I'm like, it's kind of like, do you remember getting a tax check, a stimulus payment a couple years ago, a few years back? And you're like, Ooh, I got a check for 250 bucks or something like that. And like, do you remember it? So to me, just to me, it feels like I'm not going to say "dust in the wind" because that's an awful reference. But it, it, it doesn't feel like much. And again, am I happy Home Depot's doing it? Sure, but I'm not really sure there's enough meat there to make a story. I'm trying to find one in it, but I don't seem to have it. Home prices are big in the news right now. U.S. home sales fell more than expected in December as the supply of homes on the market dropped to a record low, pushing up prices and sidelining some potential first-time buyers. Man, I saw a home report. For some reason, I'm on Zillow's email list, and they tend to send me an email on my home zip code telling me how many houses are going for how many dollars, and you know, ultimately, your home is, is, is largely valued by comps. And comps sometimes will say, um, your neighbor's house in your city. Maybe he's not even your neighbor. I mean, maybe it's the other part of the city. And uh, his house went for how many X dollars per square foot? And then your house has square footage. And you go, okay, then this is what my house should be worth, right? Because we're buying on square footage, kind of. Price per. Um, I got a report yesterday that I was just like, it's almost sickening. U.S. home sales fell more than expected in December as the supply of houses on the market dropped to a record low, pushing up prices and sidelining some potential first-time home buyers. This is where it becomes very, very, very problematic. Housing is there's those that have and those that don't, and I was reading an article yesterday. About about a city's initiative to try to get teachers fair housing or cheap housing prices. And the fact that we're there tells you there's a problem, right? The fact that we're saying we need teachers to live in their community. We need teachers to teach our kids. We need teachers to have homes. We need teachers to not have to marry super well to own a home. They should be part of the economy, but they're not. We can't pay them enough. Um, there's some problems. <laughs> there's some problems here. Um, one analyst today said we expect little growth in sales in 2018, given tight inventories. Affordability will be crimped by rising mortgage rates, posing an additional headwind to sales. Wow. So we are seeing the ten-year treasury move higher. We are seeing mortgage rates move higher, and we're seeing people just not putting their homes up for sale. Um, I've gone on record telling loved ones like, Hey, if I die, turn this home into a rental. Like you don't have to sell it because like the ability to get in that, that shit may have sailed for a lot of people. Um, I know, God, and this is, this is crazy. I can even talk like this. There's so many adults over 45 years old that are renting homes. I'm almost embarrassed of it. Um it, it's I don't have like the luxury of a windfall. I don't have the luxury of like my parents grew up here. I mean, I bought in, but the ability to buy in is it's it's disappearing for a lot of people. And a 6-month supply in housing is viewed as a healthy balance between supply and demand, and right now um housing inventory is down aggressively. It's declined for 31 straight months on a year-over-year basis. It would take 3.2 months to exhaust the current inventory down from 3.5 months in November. So the number of homes up for sale, if we were not to put any more homes up for sale again, would run out in 3.2 months. Um, That basically means people are falling over each other to buy homes. Um, There's just not enough supply. So we're not building it faster and... It's a problem. I'm Rob Blackhawk, and all things financial money investing more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at KDOW.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I've got a giveaway that might intrigue you. I may have one or maybe two. So you're going to want to call 800. Five one six twelve twenty. It's eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your winning entry in. I just give these things away. Winners can receive a Mark Ballas dance and performing arts gift certificate for a private lesson. I can't dance. And the idea of doing a private lesson to me Oh it's it's almost anxiety and stressful for me. But I like the idea. I wish I could dance. Jeez. Do I wish my parents could go back in time and, like, teach me how to dance? Because, like, that's game. And I have no game. My game is try, if I can make you laugh, that's, like, the best game that I have. But Mark Ballas' dance offers ballroom, swing, West Coast swing, kids hip-hop, salsa, bachata, group classes, and Zuma Fitness. No partner necessary. Mark Ballas' dance is located in Pleasanton. You can learn more by going to Pleasanton.MarkBallastDance.com. Call right now to get that private lesson. 800 516 1220. It's 800 516 1220. Do you want a Mark Ballast Dance and Performing Arts gift certificate for a private lesson? Fascinating, right? Ooh. The idea of ballroom dancing to me is just intimidating. Like, the movie Strictly Ballroom? God, it's sexy, sexy. And then Swing? I wish. I'm literally the guy who will take a girl out dancing and let her dance with other guys. (laughs) Because I can't do that. What's wrong with me? Why do I need so much therapy? Why is it not working? So you got that going for you. Uh, call right now 800 516 1220. It's 800 516 1220 to win your dance lesson. El Frio from us at KDOW. You can find me a lot at RobloxShow.com. It's RobloxShow.com. One area that's kind of always interesting to me is home remodeling. I'm going through a process right now where I hate my closets. Do you have anything in your home that you just hate? I hate my closets. As home prices and mortgage rates rise more and more and more and more, is, well, a lot of us are saying, let's remodel. Remodeling, spending on remodeling this year is expected to hit $340 billion, a 7.5% increase over last year. And we're looking at our homes and we're going like, what do I hate? I've got a driveway that probably needs a new driveway, some new concrete. I've got a patio or a deck that I would like to tinker with. Bathrooms are fine. Roof is fine. Um, kitchen's okay. Master suite, fine. To me, it closets. it's closets. It's the weirdest thing in the world because you, you, when you live in a home or you own a home, you, the last thing you're thinking is like, these closets are crap. But just one day you wake up and you're like, my closets are, are they're awful, What's the best bang for your buck? Okay, so if you put a dollar in, how much do you get out? You're not going to get a dollar out. Manufactured stone veneer, 97% of your money comes back to you. Entry door replacement, if you do a steel door, 91%. So you put in 100, and you get $91 back when you go to sell your home. Um, Siding replacement, 76% bathroom remodel 70 percent backyard patio 47 percent homeowners are saying like whoa that's not a good bang for my buck 47 percent on the backyard patio but a front door if you put in a steel door 91 percent whoa that's not bad so do you go high-end or do you not go high-end it's big questions uh, um I, I I think we as a nation sometimes say, let's not go high end. So it's not clear to me if this is a sign of nervousness, you know, that, you know, we're seeing more and more money put into remodeling. You know, I think there's some concerns out there, but there's always going to be a, a reason to own Home Depot or Lowe's or Williams-Sonoma or any of these other guys. Particularly with new tax laws regarding deductibility of mortgage interest and in state and property taxes, um, I think you're going to see a lot of people stay in their homes and just remodel them. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. Each calls near. Grumpy cat won seven hundred ten thousand dollars in copyright lawsuit. Whoa. Okay, let's just stop and think for a second. Are you telling me there's a grumpy cat meme? That went to court and tied up the legal system for a day, for a minute, for a week, whatever. That's right. An eight-person jury in Santa Ana, California, awarded the famous Scowling Felines Company $710,000 in damages. Grumpy cat has reason to turn her permanent frown upside down. $710,000 richer. The delightfully dour meme star, owner Tabitha Blunston, created Grumpy Cat Limited after her pet went viral in 2012, and she's got her own beverages, like Grumpy Cat, Grumpachino, and it won a federal copyright lawsuit. Is there something wrong with America? Is there something wrong with America, or is it me? Should Grumpy Cat be tying up our, our judges and our jury system? Uh I can't make this stuff up. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Show, YouTube Rob Show.
0: Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.